0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is the day, it is the greatest day in the NFL offseason, you could argue, and it is the 2020 NFL Draft Day. Um, Welcome to the Michael Balco Show, my name is Michael Balco, I am here with my third ever episode, and uh, I'm here to give you guys my 2020 mock draft, my final mock draft of the season. Um, and I'm so excited to release it for you guys. Cause I've been working so hard. I've probably dropped about 10, 12 mock drafts this off season, but, uh, you know, I really spent a lot of time and effort into this one and, uh, I just can't wait to release it on my podcast for you guys. Um, but yeah, I'm not doing any trades on it guys. I don't want to, you know, have any crazy predictions. I want it to be, you know, very vanilla, you could say. Um, just kind of pick where everybody's at right now and then just you know we'll go from there. Obviously there's gonna be trades, there's trade talks going on as we speak, but uh you know we're just we're just gonna go with the vanilla approach to it and just go with uh the picks at where they're at. So without further ado, here it is, 2020, first round mock draft by your boy Michael Balco. Let's get it. Cincinnati with the first overall picks, taking Joe Burrow, quarterback from LSU. They're going to snag a franchise quarterback here, guys, to start the rebuild process. Um, Probably later in the draft, go ahead and snag some pieces to build around him. But for the next year or two or three or forever, who knows, it is the Bengals we're talking about. Um, Joe Burrow is going to be the guy who leads the team, and then eventually they're going to probably try to get in playoff contention again. Who knows? Um, It's going to be hard to compete with Lamar Jackson in your division, however. Um, Next pick, Washington's going to take Chase Young, defensive end from Ohio State. Um, You know, there's been rumors about Tua right here, but uh, I think new head coach Ron Rivera will drool over Chase Young. Um, Obviously, he played linebacker when he was in the NFL, but um, I think Chase Young is going to be a nice edge rusher for the Washington defense for years to come. And then you can just kind of build around the team from there. Detroit, they got to replace Darius Slay, right? So why not take Jeff Okuda the top corner in the NFL draft? Um, The corner from Ohio State, he's just a physical guy. He's a ball hawk. He can do everything Darius Slay did, um, but for a lot cheaper. So, yeah, I think Detroit, no-brainer there. I think they end up trading that pick in the actual draft tonight, but we'll see. New York Giants, I think they take Jedrick Wills, the offensive tackle from Alabama. they got to keep Daniel Jones upright, so why not take a 6'5", 320-pound offensive tackle to help you do that? Um, Obviously, they got to create that room for Saquon Barkley as well. The Giants are just a few key pieces away from seriously contending in that NFC East, and I think Jedrick Wills is a key piece in that. Uh, Miami, I think they take Tua Viola quarterback from Alabama. Um, you know, the tank for Tua tour wraps up with Miami taking their future quarterback. Um, obviously you could go a couple you could go with a couple of things here. Uh, you know, I think Miami is going to try and trade down to probably number three overall, if not number one overall, to take Joe Burrow. But I think if they're unable to get a trade-off, um, I think they end up just going with Tua Tego Viola. Um, you know, that's kind of before Tua's injury, right? Like that's all everybody was talking about was Tank for Tua tour, right? and then Miami railed off five wins to end the year, something like that. Um, But yeah, there's talks of Justin Herbert here as well due to the fact that Herbert's just kind of already pro-ready. He can just really just go in and just take over instantly. Tua kind of needs a little bit more time to rehab, I think. And then um, really just like his Wunderlich score kind of messed him up a little bit there. And then as well as... The fact that they have Ryan Fitzpatrick, really, he would have to teach Tua for a year or two. So there's talks of Justin Herbert, but I think they end up ultimately end up going with Tua Tagovailoa. With the Chargers, I think their uh, next pick is the L.A. Chargers, right? I think they're going with Justin Herbert, the quarterback from Oregon. Um, that is, if, if Miami doesn't take Herbert, then the Chargers undoubtedly should. Um, you know, you have your future franchise quarterback. He can come in right away, compete with Tyrod Taylor for that job. Um, I know the Chargers love Tyrod Taylor, but you just can't pass up on a guy like Justin Herbert, who's pro-ready. Um, he's a once-in-a-generational kind of quarterback. You're not going to see quarterbacks like Justin Herbert, 6'5", really just built frame, really. He's just pro-ready. Uh, he can come in and lead an NFL offense right now if he wanted to. He played a very competitive Pac-12, winning against some of the best defenders you'll see in the draft. So there's really no reason as to why the Chargers shouldn't take him. That is if he is available, right? Carolina with the next pick, they're going to take Isaiah Simmons, the linebacker, safety, D-bag, everything from Clemson. Um, you know, you got to replace Luke Keekley somehow, and why not take probably in most drafts would be the number one overall pick and uh, Isaiah Simmons. Um, you know, he's a physical linebacker, hits hard, just so smart, so smart when it comes to defensive side of the ball. Um, Isaiah Simmons has to be your guy if you're the Carolina Panthers. Arizona Cardinals. They got to take Tristan Wirfs, offensive tackle from Iowa. You got to keep Kyler upright, guys, and you have to give Kyler time to get the ball to DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, all those guys. You have the weapons a little bit for him now. You just got to give him time, and then obviously you got to make room for the running back Kenyon Drake to get, you know, find his holes and whatnot. Tristan Wirfs is going to be a key part in the Arizona Cardinals rebuild, and uh, I'm excited to see if the Cardinals end up taking him there. Jacksonville, they got to go Derek Brown, the defensive tackle from Auburn. You know, the Jags got to start, you know, they got to start rebuilding their defense, and it all starts up front, right? Derek Brown, add him to the defensive line, and all of a sudden you have a highly competitive, highly aggressive, and uh, just kind of an annoying defensive line. Derek Brown's going to create constant pressure. He's going to stuff the run for you, too. Cleveland Browns, they got to go Andrew Thomas, offensive tackle from Georgia. Um, I have this pick right now. But there is talks of Trent Williams from the Redskins being traded to the Browns. It's hard to tell. But for now, Andrew Thomas, the offensive tackle from Georgia, is going to be the best offensive tackle they've had since Joe Thomas. Um, the Browns need to beef up their O line and keep Baker Mayfield upright. What better guy to do that than, and what, and a lot of guys, you know, number one offensive tackle. So I have the Cleveland Browns taking Andrew Thomas, the offensive tackle from Georgia. New York Jets, they're going C.D. Lamb, the wide receiver from Oklahoma. Uh, you know, the, J- the Jets add an explosive wide receiver with uh, C.D. Lamb who hauled in 62 catches, 1,300 yards, and 14 touchdowns, and a 21.4 average to give Sam Darnold a very nice target out there in New York. Las Vegas Raiders. They're going to go with Jerry Judy, the wide receiver from Alabama. This is where we're really going to start seeing most of the receivers come off the board, pretty much following the Browns pick. Um, Whoever picks the first wide receiver, that's when we're going to see the other like three guys go. Um, But the Raiders, they're going to go Jerry Judy. You add a nice weapon for Derek Carr and what could be his last year as the starting quarterback. If he doesn't get things figured out, give them no reason to keep Derek Carr. Really. If Derek Carr can't, can't be productive with a guy like Jerry Judy out there catching balls for him. Then honestly, he, there's no hope for him. So give Jer- get Jerry Judy here. You got to give Derek Carr a chance, but if you know, and that's kind of going to be your final decision maker, right? You got to give him weapons to throw to. And if he still can't do it, you got to find a different guy to take over. San Francisco, they're going to go with CJ Henderson, the corner from Florida. They could trade up the, they could trade their pick, right? But they need, they need young cornerback help. And since we're not doing trades in my mock draft today, um, might as well just go ahead and draft C.J. Henderson. You know, Richard Sherman's getting old. Some of their D-backs just aren't really all that good. Um, so, you know, you got to take C.J. Henderson here. He's a good physical corner. And a lot of – like, coming into the draft um, before his injury, right, or coming into, like, after last season, coming into this year, C.J. Henderson was widely regarded as the number one corner on the market. Um, as far as the draft goes, until Jeff Okuda kind of had a big breakout year. But now he's coming in as the number two corner in my mock draft, at least. And I can see the 49ers taking Henderson and having a very productive career out there in San Fran. Tampa Bay, I got them taking Makai Beckton, the offensive tackle from Louisville. It's going to be hard to believe if he falls this, if he drops this far, but he did fail his drug test. At the NFL scouting combine so that does raise a little bit of a red flag so he could slide a little bit but I don't think Tampa Bay is going to care I think they take a very very good talent in Makai Beckton this late keeps Tom Brady upright now you got Gronk out there too you just have so many good targets for Tom Brady you just got to help keep him upright Um, he's a nice physical offensive lineman a lot of people have him as their number one offensive tackle in the draft but it's just you know, his failed drug test, it's really going to kind of be hard to monitor where he's going to fall to. Um, Denver Broncos, I have them taking Henry Ruggs the III, the wide receiver from Alabama. Um, he's an athletic wide receiver that could team up with Cortland Sutton and really create a very good receiving core for Drew Locke in years to come. And um, I've really just been watching a lot of Henry Ruggs. Dude's crazy fast. Um, you know, obviously, as a Saints fan, I would love for the Saints to trade up and snag Henry Ruggs, I think. Henry Ruggs is probably going to be the best receiver in the draft next year, I think. Um, Him and C.D. Lamb, I think, are going to be the most productive when we look back in 10 years and see who the best were, you know. But Henry Ruggs is just absolute steal if you get him this late if you're Denver Um, Atlanta Falcons I had them taking Caleb on chase on the defensive end from LSU you 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 acquire a fast outside linebacker to help apply pressures to quarterback with him Um, you know he's kind of a big boomer bust kind of prospect Um, injuries are a little bit of a concern with him but not really too much Uh, he'll be fine I think but you know he's just kind of got a lot of Vic Beasley in him right and he wasn't the greatest for the Atlanta Falcons so we'll see Clavon on though, is the pick I have just because it seems like a Dan Quinn pick to make. The Dallas Cowboys, I have them taking Christian Fulton, um, the corner from LSU. You need a Byron Jones replacement, right? And I think Christian Fulton is your guy. He's one of the most slept on prospects in this draft. He's a very tall physical corner, plays very well in man and very well in zone. Um, He's going to go out there, make plays on the ball. And he's a lengthy corner. He can match up with those tall receivers as well. Miami with their next pick in the draft they have them taking Xavier McKinney, the safety from Alabama. You need to add a playmaker to the week secondary, right? You know, you addressed your future and your franchise and your quarterback. Now you got to start addressing the defense a little bit. Um, Xavier McKinney can be that guy. Las Vegas Raiders. But their second pick, I had them taking Jeff Gladney, the corner from TCU. Now, you add a physical corner to help shut down speedy ASC West receivers and Tyreek Hill, and then obviously if Ruggs goes to Bama, you're really going to need a physical corner to help lock these guys up. He's really good at shoving guys out of bounds, um, making them out of play in the NFL, obviously. So those that's one of the strong skill sets. Um, but Gladney, I think, can be a very good productive player on the Raiders. He just has, like, the Raider swag to him as well. So we'll see how that ends up. Jacksonville they're going to take Grant Delpit safety from LSU he's one of the most slept on safety prospects in this draft and I remember towards the beginning of the college football season he was regarded as like one of the top defensive players like he was on like he was a top five pick on just about everybody's draft board Um, so I don't understand why he's sliding so much but without further ado I do think the Jags are going to take him right there Um, Philadelphia Eagles they're going to go with Justin Jefferson the wide receiver from LSU Literally the Eagles biggest need is a wide receiver who can catch literally everything. Um, Justin Jefferson is a sure-handed wide receiver. He led the NCAA in receptions last year with 111 um, was a key part in helping LSU get to that national championship game and win it. So Justin Jefferson to the Eagles is going to give Carson Wentz a good target and uh, really just completely, he's probably going to be the number one receiver as soon as he steps in the room. I don't, I think, That's probably my most sure pick of this draft, aside from like Burrow and Young. I think Justin Jefferson to the Eagles is a very sure pick. Minnesota, I have them taking Denzel Mims, the wide receiver from Baylor. He's a tall, speedy receiver to help replace Stephon Diggs. Um, You know, Stephon Diggs was obviously a huge part of the Vikings offense, but now he's gone to Buffalo. you got to replace him right away. Um, Thielen's obviously going to be the one, but Denzel Mims easily can be the number two receiver out there. Start right away and just really be productive for Kirk Cousins. And honestly, I think he can make Vikings fans completely forget about Stephon Diggs. New England, I have them taking Jordan Love, the quarterback from Utah State. Um, you know, you got to draft Tom Brady's successor, right? And Jordan Love is a very good quarterback with a lot of raw talent. Um, I think you put him under Bill Belichick. He can be the next big thing for the next 10, 15 years out there in New England. New Orleans Saints, they're going to go with Patrick Queen, the linebacker from LSU. You know, he's a he's a local guy, a physical athletic linebacker. He only started one year in college, but he had a great year. It was the 2019 season and helped lead the, the one of the top defenses in the country and get them to that title game, obviously. Um, but, yeah, you know, the Saints need a linebacker as they don't have another one under contract past the 2020 season. So, Patrick Queen obviously comes in. He could start right away. They could, they could you know, put a guy like Kiko Alonso in their depth, and then, you know, Patrick Queen could go out there and start, and it'll just be a match made in heaven, I think. Minnesota Vikings with their next pick, they're going Jalen Johnson, the corner from Utah. He's a ball hawk corner. You know, the Vikings need corners after they lost, I think, two or three of them in the offseason. So Jalen Johnson is a very – he's just a very physical, aggressive corner who can make plays on the ball, and that's exactly what Minnesota needs. Miami Dolphins, with their last pick of the first round, their third, um, they take Josh Jones, the offensive tackle, from Houston. There's rumors that they do want to trade down with Detroit, right, and try to take an offensive tackle. If that happens, we're going to see guys like Wills and guys like Wirfs and guys like Andrew Thomas go quick. Um. But I think if they decide to hold off, Josh Jones is just as good as the rest of them. Maybe a little bit not, maybe not as good as the rest of them, but you know he's not far off. Um, and it really just beefs up their offensive line, and they get a steal snagging him this late. Um, so yeah, I think you know he needs to add a little meat on his bones, and then obviously the Dolphins can train him up a bit. And I think he'll be a good starting offensive tackle for them. The Seattle Seahawks—they're going to go Yeter Gross Matos, the defensive end from Penn State. Um, you know they lost Jadavian Clowney in the offseason. so you know you got to you got to have some pass rush help on that defense, and there's no one better than Gross Matos. Baltimore—I think they go with Kenneth Murray, the linebacker from Oklahoma. Um, you know he's a hard-hitting. Physical linebacker. I think you know, if you can't get Patrick Queen or Isaiah Simmons, you've got to go with the next best thing. Kenneth Murray shows a lot of Ray Lewis in him, and I think he could be a very good addition to that Baltimore defense. Tennessee Titans, they go with Javon Kenlaw, the defensive tackle from South Carolina. He's a great defensive tackle and he falls in the lap of the Tennessee Titans and Mike Vrabel due to other needs from other teams. Um, Javon Kenlaw is about as good of a player as you're going to find this late in the first round, so you've got to just pick him up there. Um, Green Bay, you're going to get Jalen Rager, wide receiver from TCU. He adds wide receiver help for Aaron Rodgers and just really kind of shores up an already really good receiving core. Um, you know, Jalen Rager going to provide – he's probably going to come in and instantly be the number two or three guy, and he's just going to provide instant help to a uh, – instant speed and help to a needy receiving core. For Aaron Rodgers, San Francisco, you're going to get Caesar Ruiz, the interior offensive lineman from Michigan. He can play guard, he can play center, um, he can play in that interior. He gives he gives the 49ers long term stability on the interior, and it's just an and it's just a need really. I mean, they just need to shore up their offensive line. You know, obviously they made it to the Super Bowl last year. They don't need too much, but you know, you got to just kind of add some depth to your team that's already obviously extremely talented. And then with the final pick of the first round, pick number 32, Kansas City Chiefs are going to go with DeAndre Swift, the running back from Georgia. Um, You know, it's not a major need for the Chiefs, but, I mean, what do the Chiefs really need? Not much. So um, DeAndre Swift falls late because of, you know, the lack of need at the running back position. But um, without, you know, any hesitation, I think the Chiefs should take DeAndre Swift here. He'll go in and be their starting running back right away. And then there you go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I can't wait to see how the draft goes. I'll be on the show following the entire draft, and we'll talk about – we'll have some draftees on. Like, we'll see where some of the guys I've already interviewed, where they end up. We'll have them back on the show. Um, but I can't wait to see where everybody ends up going and who wins this draft. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great day.